What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet, and welcome to the first episode of Blank State of Mind. I am your host, Wayne McCarthy, coming to you from the Emerald Highland Production Studios. And this isn't a podcast where I'm going to talk about wrestling or movies or TV. No, 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 folks. This is the podcast, the show where I talk to you about what is going on in the world. Talk to you about the things that really matter. Politics, social issues, the general stupidity of the human race, and its lack of common sense. And this is going to come to you every week, starting now. Okay, now, before we get into it, let me just tell you that you can get everything we do at emeraldhighland.productions. That is the website for everything, for all the content, for YouTube, for the other podcasts, videos, pictures, everything. If you like what you hear, go give me a look uh, on that website and leave us a comment, uh, send us an email, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, all those nice places. Let us know what you think. But getting right down to it this first episode, I want to talk about people and their general stupidity. Now, I know what you're saying, Wayne, it's not a nice thing to say to call people stupid, but I don't know of any other way to describe it other than stupid. We have people all over on all sides of the political spectrum, all walks of life, who are just dumb. Okay, let's just get into the fact that We have had a very active hurricane season this year. I'm in New Orleans. We just dodged a bullet with Hurricane Nate. Uh, Irma blew through and tore up Texas. Maria blew through, tore up Puerto Rico. There are people out there who believe that the government created these weather phenomenon on purpose. And I love a good conspiracy theory. Some of them, I hope, are true. There are people out there, literally, right now, who believe that Planet 10, Planet X, Nariribu, however you say that, Nariribu, is going to be coming within the next week. By the end of this week, actually. Uh, The world should end October 12th through 15th, so this weekend. I would love for Planet X to be real, like... I have read up on all of the crazy theories of ancient astronauts and things like that. That sounds amazing. It would, if that legitimately ended up being true, it would be the one, it would finally unify this planet as, oh crap, we're not that important, there are other people out there. But instead, we have these political bitchings and and all these things that just nitpick and people go back and forth and completely ignore the bigger picture. Uh, I mean, literally, the these people who don't trust the government then say the government has the ability to hide alien existence and they can control the weather and they can do all of these things and... But they don't trust the government in any other way, shape, or form. They don't want the government... But the government has all this ability. It's 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 crazy. I really wish an alien would just show up 
on the White House lawn. And then we could all finally move past, like, this petty bullshit. Now, if you're a fan of any of the shows we do, we usually talk about movies and TVs and stuff like that. And at times we talk about ratings. And right now you have a big issue going on about protesting at NFL games and sporting events and people kneeling for the national anthem. I, for one, believe they have every right to do it. That is what the First Amendment gives us, the freedom of speech, the freedom of, basically, the freedom of will. We can do what we want without repercussion as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else. Um... We can speak out against the government, we can speak out for the government, we can scream our national pride from the rooftop without any repercussions. Um, A lot of people who want to shit all over this country and, you know, claim that other countries in the world are so much greater, uh, those countries that they claim are greater, Venezuela, Russia, China, who think everything is so much better you know, on the red communist side of things, the anti-capitalist movements, their patriotism comes at the end of a gun. You have to sing the praises of the state or you die. Or you're imprisoned or you're tortured. We don't have to do that here. We can sit on our asses and not vote. Uh, whereas in other co- other countries uh, in the world, elections are rigged and they people don't have a choice. In America, you have a choice whether or not you want to vote. Uh, this last election, you know, literally 110 million people chose not to vote. Every year, only about 50 to 60 percent of the voting aged population votes. And people want to cry about the popular vote should be what elects officials? No, because you, you're, you're 110 people are not voicing their opinions. They're not voting. So no, the popular vote does not count because. Not everyone's voting. You can't force people to vote. That's another thing about this country. You, like... We cannot be forced to do things as long as it doesn't break the law. And it really... It boggles my mind when people complain and talk shit about this country. Um, Like, all these people who are literally telling all these professional athletes that they should be standing up and standing for the national anthem and being patriotic. If they don't want to, they don't have to. And what gets me is a lot of the images you're seeing out of these football games are these players kneeling, and they all have their hands over their hearts, and they're actually reciting the national anthem. They're kneeling as a a visual protest, essentially. They're not actually doing anything other than kneeling and holding their hand over the heart and doing the national anthem. They're still respecting the flag. They're still respecting... They're just using the the moment, the the specter, the spectacle um, that has been made by our moron in chief. And that's right, I can say our moron in chief, and I can throw all kind of shade at President Trump for the simple fact that I did vote for him, and I voted for him because I wanted a better economy. And I am so glad that everyone's four hundred one k's are doing amazingly right now because the stock market is ridiculously high so people who are going to be retiring with like this year they're going to get like a massive return until you know that blows up in our faces um yeah I was always a John Kasich guy and I would have voted for him if I had the opportunity to vote for him um 
But again, I couldn't vote for Hillary because she is just as horrible a person as Donald Trump. I just thought Donald Trump would be better for the economy than she would. And that's ultimately all that matters to me is if I can go to work and make money and live my life how I want to without any interference from anyone else. And that's really how everyone should be thinking. Stop thinking about what other people are doing. It does not matter. It does not matter what people do in their bedrooms. It doesn't matter what people do in their homes. It has no effect on you. If that person goes and, like, builds a bomb and blows up, well, I mean, that kind of affected you, but that's like a one in, you know, an astronomical number that that's going to happen. You know, and we've gone on this tear about the Second Amendment lately in... The people who just have the argument that the founders had muskets in mind when they gave that right. It's like, no, morons, if you actually read all the documentation that goes along with the Constitution, the Federalist Papers and such. The Second Amendment was literally, the people of this country are the standing militia against tyranny from the government that could one day happen. And... It doesn't matter whether you participate or not. You are still part of that militia. You still have that right to take up arms if you have to. And you can be prepared in the case it ever happens. That is what the Second Amendment is. I don't understand people who can't comprehend that or give the argument that, oh, they never anticipated, you know, these guns that are being used to kill innocent people. Well, guess what? Handguns kill more people than get killed in these terroristic mass shootings they love to throw these 1500 numbers or whatever around but you know some thug gang members blowing away more than three or more than two gang rivals at one time is considered a mass shooting so no there aren't these like las vegas type style shootings that have happened in massive numbers a lot of that mass shooting statistic is gangs you know, one person taking out like three or four people from a rival gang and things like that. So that gets added to the statistic because the statistic stands. If one person kills two or more people at one time, then it's considered a mass shooting. And they usually have no affiliation with terrorists. Um, what, 2000 and... 2010, 2012... No, by 2012, we had a Mother's Day shooting. Uh, some guy shot up a second line uh, because he was trying to shoot one specific person or persons and ended up hitting a whole bunch of other innocent people who were just in the Mother's Day second line. That's considered a mass shooting. But it had nothing to do with one guy going nuts and shooting up a crowd of people. Uh, we had another incident on Bourbon Street where... A guy shot up and he killed, you know, somebody from Baton Rouge and he hit a few other people, considered a mass shooting, but he claims he was shooting back at, like, he claims that it was self-defense, someone else was shooting at him. Everyone agrees that it wasn't some terroristic, like, I'm just going to go shoot up a bunch of innocent people to get attention and cause chaos and terror. No, it was a jerk-ass idiot with criminal affiliations shooting into a crowd trying to hit somebody as usually what is the case innocent people get hit and get killed in those instances and that is the majority of these mass shootings 
and people want to go, oh, like, guns and da-da-da. My biggest response to anyone who talks about gun control more than it already is, what right now would stop you from committing one of these crazy acts of just killing massive amounts of innocent people right now? And you can't go, guns are illegal. No. Right now, the way everything is standing, what would stop you from doing it? You go buy a gun, you have to have a background check. Uh, some states are more stringent with their like waiting periods and stuff like that. But all gun sales uh, have to go through a FBI background check, things like that. Most crimes are committed with stolen firearms. So a lot of the left goes, well, if all guns, like majority of crime is committed with stolen guns, then we just need to have no guns around so nobody can steal them. It makes no that argument makes no sense. Like if you are willing to do some dirty shit, you will find a way to do that dirty shit. Um, people get stabbed and beaten and and killed multiple other ways other than through guns. Uh, just here in the last six months, there was a guy who broke into a house to steal like an armed robbery. Not even an armed robbery, really. He was breaking and entering, trying to steal stuff from this house. And he beat two old people with a hammer. Like, people are sick and depraved all over the world. These kind of things happen in in Asia all the time. We, you know, if you go actually look, if you use the internet for what it was intended for, to actually do research. I mean, we have all of mankind's accumulated knowledge at our fingertips. And people post and repost and quote headlines without ever reading articles without ever reading whether or not the website that is putting out that article is even legitimate half the time you scroll down these articles to the very bottom of the page and you can see that it's a satirical website strictly designed for you to get crazy about what you read share it so they can get the ad revenue it's i mean it is fake news it's always been that fake news it's it's sad that you know the current presidential administration has bastardized that term and we can't actually go no this is not real and then we you know can call out legitimate news sources for quoting illegitimate and wrong sources but no because now everything's fake news and everybody's out to get him we have bastardized the media And at times, I mean, I always wanted to be in entertainment and media and do things like this and report. It really took a, you know, it took me a long time to come to the realization that journalism was probably what I should have done the entire time. But I have worked in the field of producing content, of working at television stations, doing things like that in my life. And it really, at times, it kind of sucks Because I'm like, man, you know, what has happened to the press? You know, there was a time when the press was like a prestigious thing. Now, legitimately, any Tom, Dick, or Harry can say, I'm with the press and write stuff and it gets picked up and people will quote it. And as long as it falls in line with their preconceived notions, it gets thrown up to this highest standard like people are you know quoted as gospel um 
a lot of your cable news networks now, people are so dumb. They have their sides. Oh, CNN and, and Fox, blah, blah, blah. Cable news now is ratings-based. Just like the NFL. like Because the NFL has started to make a... Uh, they're, they're contemplating making a rule forcing players to stand for the national anthem, which I am completely against a rule forcing anyone to do anything like that because you are taking away their First Amendment right in doing that. Now, if you want to tell them this controversy is causing us to lose revenue, which is ultimately going to hurt you in your pocket, that's understandable if you want to sit there and say, no, you can, you can kneel all you want, but you're going to get fined every week you do it. I'm not going to tell you you can't do it, but I'm going to fine you because your actions are hurting our bottom line as a business. Now, granted, the NFL gets to claim tax-exempt status, which I think is complete bullshit seeing as how the NFL makes billions of dollars a year. But that's an issue that needs to be taken up with Congress on that, that they don't pay their fair share as one of the biggest corporations and companies in America. Now, a far more eloquent man than me, Colin Moriarty, said it best in a video he put out this past week about why the Second Amendment needed to be protected. And it all boils down to you do not give up your rights. You do not sacrifice any of our constitutional rights because you never know when you're going to need it. And there are people dumb enough to sit there and go, I don't care. Um, you know, I, I don't need guns. Like, there's people going, I don't need guns. Uh, like, they should, nobody should have guns because I don't need a gun. That's not how it works. You know, hopefully none of us will ever have to fend off an invasion by another country's army. But if we do one day have to fend off an invading army, how much harder is it going to be for that invading army to take this country when everyone has a gun? Everyone is essentially that militia soldier which is in the Constitution. It says, you know, that we should have, like, a well-armed standing militia. The American population is that militia. We can be called into service to protect ourselves, protect our land, protect our property, protect our country. We are one of the largest standing armies full of just volunteers. No one's conscripted into the army in America you choose to go into a, to the army you choose to be a police officer there's no military police force you know patrolling just everyday life in this country now there are times where the national guard patrols and as a resident of new orleans there was a time where it was kind of creepy seeing the national guard patrolling new orleans when i was going to and from work but it was a necessary thing that had to happen at that time because of the situation but that's not an everyday occurrence here. And you would think by some people's testimonies that this place is horrible. Listen, folks, I know this country's not perfect. I'm very patriotic. I, I love this country. I love every freedom that this country has afforded me. I'm not going to call out people, you know, for their beliefs because you have the right to believe whatever you want to believe, whether I think you're wrong or not. If you truly believe it, you're never going to go, oh, you know what, I was wrong. But this country does allow a lot of people to do a lot of stupid shit and not have 
any repercussions. Uh, I, I talked to a, a kid that worked I worked with at one point, and he was sitting there telling me how great it was in other countries that they don't have to deal with the stuff that we do. And I'm like, do you realize, even in Britain, the closest thing that you can say to another country like America, the media is state-run. You can't get up and go start a protest and just march down the streets. Uh, you can't do these kind of things in other countries because they, you don't have the rights and privileges that you do in other countries that you do here. And I think a lot of people today in America have forgotten the fact that we have all these rights that allow us to do so much. And they've forgotten that they have those rights. They think that's the way the entire world is. And it's not. Like, America is a grand experiment that has somehow lasted for over 200 years. And honestly, it's the only thing keeping, I really think, the world from teetering and destroying itself on every level because we complain about everything that every other country does. Uh, and we somehow think our opinions are better and more relevant than those other countries. And I'm not going to lie, I, I do think the way we do things and is far better than other countries do. Um, I'm a big animal rights guy. I, I love wildlife. I love animals. Um... And I get into these discussions with my wife all the time about, you know, it's one thing for us to be able to, as a country, you know, animal protections and things like that. But you can't complain about, say, the extinction of the, or the near extinction of species because the countries that those species and those animals reside in, they don't care. Uh, tigers are like damn near extinct because their native countries don't care that they're hunted. Um, now there's a lot of preservation and things like that in Africa to preserve like elephants and lions and all these other exotic animals, but not to the point where some asshat with money can't go hunt themselves, you know, an exotic animal for shits and giggles. Now, I think if we're going to do anything as a country, if some rich American goes to, like, you know, Central Africa somewhere and wants to hunt himself a lion and kills a lion, and, like, no, that, that, like, that person should face some kind of repercussion because it wouldn't be allowed here. Uh, we learned our lesson with the buffalo. The buffalo was damn near hunted to extinction. And through conservation and breeding and, you know, buffaloes made a comeback to the point where you can now buy bison meat in the markets and, you know, eat bison meat. Which, I'm okay with eating animals. Like, that's the circle of life. Um, I, I had a conversation with a former boss years ago who was like, who, who made the, the, the notion that, Humans aren't at the top of the food chain, though the food pyramid. It should be a circle with everything in between, like in the circle. And I'm like, I'm gonna put you in the room with that tiger, and I'm gonna see who comes out. And it's not gonna be you. 
you're right. Humans aren't at the top of the food chain. We have things that put us at the top of the food chain, but one-on-one, that animal's not going to give you a second look. It's going to eat you because it's hungry and it wants food. So if it's okay for that animal to eat you, then it should be okay for you to eat that animal. Um, That's just my opinion. Uh, Again, other countries have different cultures and different ways of doing things. All we can do as a country is, like, we're going to conserve here, we're going to have rights, we're going to have rules. You can't force those rights and rules on other countries. Uh, it's It just goes to that general stupidity of the people in this country that they think they are better than everyone else, and they're not. We are all human beings, we are all flawed. Again, when it comes back to the popular vote thing, like, oh, it should be the popular vote. That's how the, you know, the election went. It's like, no, New York and California have more people than, like, those, just L.A. alone has more people in that one city than entire state populations. So, I'm sorry, California and New York, even Texas, your opinions don't outweigh a smaller state's. When it comes to electing governmental, you know, like the president of the United States, who is over all the states, your opinion should only matter as one in whatever. It's like you already get, so they want to complain the electoral college doesn't work. You already get, because of your population, a large chunk of electoral votes. Like it's not. Our it's not the rest of the country's problem that we know exactly who you're going to vote for in the election. So there's that large chunk of your votes that go to your candidate. But guess what? You have may you may have won the total popular vote, which is completely rendered null and void since everyone does not vote. But you were not in the majority or the popular vote of states. We are a representative government. We are not a free democracy. If we were a free democracy, everyone would have to vote on everything. And that's not how it works in this country. It's just not. We elect representatives who go and vote on things that are supposed to... They're supposed to vote representing the wishes of the people who they represent. And that always doesn't happen. So, again, people are dumb because they just, they think their opinions are more important than other people's. Even in this country, like I said, California and New York, these West Coast or coastal liberals who think their opinions are more important, that they're more educated than everyone else. Well, that you just got to show you when you piss off people, people who make uneducated, you know, uh, 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 uneducated assessments of things they will beat you out Um, there are more people in conservative states than there are in liberal states uh, because there's more conservative states than liberal states I I, kind of got into this not too long ago in a, a Facebook post when I was talking about the way the country is and like I said earlier, there's a hundred, about 110 million people of age, of voting age, that did not vote. 
And a lot of us who vote have our opinions, and I'm opinionated. Hell, I'm talking into a microphone telling you my opinions right now. But a lot of those 110 million people are like, I don't care. I just want to get up and go to work. Or I just want to, like, do what I want to do and not have to worry about it. I mean, it's the way it is, you know... I honestly wish more people would vote. Then we would honestly see what this country really wants. But unfortunately, we've come down to two parties. So you're either like ridiculously conservative or you're ridiculously liberal. There's never a middle person. There's never somebody who can look at the left and the right and go, you're both morons. You know, there's a little bit of right. There's The left, you're doing a little bit, you know right and you know the right you're doing a little bit right but you're both doing a lot of crap wrong there's no section of government doing that um it's like the supreme court it's five four one person basically makes all the judgments you know exactly who's gonna go what way on the supreme court in cases and it kind of sucks that we don't actually have people in the positions of the government anymore that think outside of the little letter next to their name. And it's a terrible state that that's how it is. And I completely agree something needs to be done about that, but it's not burn it all down and let, you know, whatever comes afterwards come afterwards, like a lot of Antifa and the anarchist people want. Um, And it's not these uber-conservative religious people who want God to determine everything. In my opinion... There should be no God in government. None. Like, they, we should be just doing what is exactly right for the people in the community. Not what some book is telling us to do. Or, you know, some other group of people just saying, do whatever you want. There's no repercussions and there should be no repercussions. There has to be a middle ground. People are just too dumb to realize that. And it it comes down to this, really the root of all of this is people's inability to think for themselves. Ultimately, that is what the problem is. People don't think for themselves. We have an entire generation now who thrive and hang on every word that a celebrity or anyone of what they consider celebrity says. And I know I'm a hypocrite because I put videos up on YouTube and I do podcasts, but you have people with millions of followers on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter who, when they say something, the population that follows them doesn't think for themselves. They just repeat whatever this celebrity says and damn the repercussions. Uh, Right now, you have these sex scandals going on with... Harvey Weinstein, a big Hollywood producer and and film company guy, and yeah, he's getting trounced right now, but it's nowhere near as bad as, you know, when people came out and said Trump did things, which the things that the Trump people came out and said Trump did, they nothing ever came of them. They just oh, Trump sexually assaulted me, and then you never heard anything else about it. 
now all of a sudden we have these allegations about Harvey Weinstein and, you know, evidence to show that people were trying to report on it years ago and it got squashed and people were stepping in for him and talking people down. I don't see the media jumping all over him the way they tried to jump on a presidential candidate. Now, we didn't care about really the Democratic president who had a history of this kind of action in the 90s. And it's a, it's a very uneven structure. Again, remember, I think Donald Trump is an absolute moron. And all I wanted was a better economy and better job stability. And so far, so good on that end. But everything else he's done has been completely stupid. And he needs to stay off of Twitter. And he needs to actually do his job and stop trying to act like a young millennial douche. But again, we had President Clinton when he was in office. He had all these allegations of sexual assault and rape and things like that to the point where it actually went to trial and he was, you know, he had issues and things were done. And his wife basically, Hillary Clinton, basically trashed all these women that were alleging him of doing these things. And now we come back to it's a Republican and people completely forget about what Bill Clinton did. People completely, that was okay what he did, what he, you know, when he was having an affair in the White House. Kennedy had affairs in the White House, that was fine. It wasn't fine then, it's not fine now, if any of this stuff is true. But you need to hold people equally responsible for what they do. You can't pick and choose what is okay for some people and what is okay, not okay for others. And that comes down to people's stupidity. They just follow the line. They follow the line. It's bandwagon mentality. It's, you know, how we have completely bastardized a subculture of society who at one point in time was ostracized for being different. Now, nerd culture is cool. And you have, I mean, I'm old. I remember getting my ass beat for being a nerd. Uh, so I do take umbrage with nerd culture being cool. Um, you know, the blood that I had to bleed for, you know, being a nerd kind of sucks now that it's all accepted. And I see those same people who beat the shit out of me when I was a kid claiming to be nerds and like superheroes and, you know, shit like that. But that's the society we live in, you know, if it's cool and it's mainstream and, you know, the media moguls and stuff have spun you into thinking that it's okay, then it's okay and you, you know, what, well, you know, the hell with pick when I picked on all those kids and, you know, but that's the stupidity that is humans in America now. We have attention spans that equal nothing in the grand scheme of things. You know, people can't retain information. Like I said, people literally read headlines on Facebook posts and quote that headline as if it's some gospel fact. And it's not. People need to understand that we are 
insignificant in creation. There are an infinite number of planets, an infinite number of stars out there. There are other living entities in existence other than us. Um, I am a very big proponent of science. We There is no reason we should not have been on the moon why we should not have already been the Mars but furthering the human species as a whole doesn't keep people in power it doesn't keep all of us at a set level to keep those above us in place and again I'm not against capitalism and I honestly think that Anyone can achieve anything if they put their mind to it. Now, am I ever going to win an Oscar? Probably not. I'd love to. I'd love to start making short films again, and I would love to win an Oscar. That's probably not going to happen. Am I going to be a published journalist for a great newspaper? No. But can I, through you know, determination and work, put out a podcast every week that... Maybe a few dozen people listen to. Sure. If that's the greatest height of my journalism that I ever reach, I can be happy. Like, I, I, I did something. Someone listened. And I can be good with that. But I think as a whole, as a species, we all need to stop and go, there are bigger issues at hand. We need to stop being a stupid human collective and start thinking bigger. There are about 400 million people in America. There are 7 billion people on this planet. And if you hear that, my cat is very vocal. He has a lot of opinions too. So, but there are 7 billion people on this planet. Could you imagine what could be possible if instead of bickering with one another and being so at odds, if we all just said, screw it, we want innovation, we want, we want the future that science fiction promised us, we want the future that John F. Kennedy promised us, we want the future in which we don't have to worry about coastal erosion we don't have to worry about famine we don't have to worry about these things that could be detrimental if we sat and actually worried about the preservation of the human species and what our potential is instead of being dumb as fuck morons we could have the promise of tomorrow now Trust me, I love internal combustion engines. I am a muscle car guy. But you know what? I know deep down eventually we have to progress to something different. As much as I hate the fact that people sit and they get government subsidies and things like that, I have of the knowledge that, okay... The current system is not going to last. 
I want the technological innovations to be able to do things and those technological innovations are going to make jobs go away. It's a fine line between selfishness and... What would be the word? Selfishness and regressiveness. The You know... We fear tomorrow and what it could do because we don't want to lose what we have today. And I understand that. I don't want my job to go away. Uh, I mean, but a lot of people's jobs are going to go away and we have to figure out what to do with those people. So we have to be innovative. We have to figure out what we can do to sustain Why are we not on the moon, in a colony on the moon, where we're doing the same things that we're doing on Earth? We do at a lunar base, where, like, there's big, huge cities on the moon. Why are we not doing that on Mars? We could take the population we have and spread it out, and things would be easier, and resources wouldn't be so strained. And I know I've gone completely off the topic of what I started out, but it's our humans' inherent dumbness. That it's like he said, it's humans' inherent dumbness that has held us back. We are so worried about things that are so insignificant in the grand scheme of things that we have just we have completely ruined at this point any hope of the future that science fiction has promised us. Everything that we read is somehow rooted in reality outside of like lightsabers and warp drives and hyperspace engines like but if we try and we get there like we know we don't know for a fact that faster than light travel is possible like we can't say fast you can't go faster than light it's theoretically possible and it's theoretically not possible But we haven't even figured out how to have an engine propel us to near light speed. We are sitting there with a crap budget given the NASA trying to explore and see all these solar systems that are so far away. What would happen if we took the the money, you know, the half the defense budget and put it, gave it to NASA? What could we achieve at that point? Why are we not having man's like government funded manned space missions? Why are we relying on Elon Musk and these rich businessmen to do what the government used to do so well? And I get it. It's like, oh, it's expensive and you know, taxes blah 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 blah. Eventually we are going to have to get to a point where money is not an object anymore. Like, it is that the the notion of we as a species need to figure out what kind of world we want to have 100, 200 years from now. We can't just keep kicking the can down the road. It's crazy. Like, again, I am nowhere near the topic we started off talking about. 
but I I don't have the answers for this. I'm spitballing here, people. This is the opinion show, and I am giving you my harebrained crazy ideas. Um, like what the biggest innovations in American, you know, technological history came during the space race when we were wanting to send things into space. Like things were invented because necessity breeds innovation. We don't do that anymore. We let companies like Google and Amazon and, you know, come up with these ideas to make these things that we really don't need. I mean, it's awesome that I have a computer that I can carry around in my pocket. I mean, that's awesome. But we have phones now with more computing power than the entire computer system that was used to put a man on the moon. Like, in your pocket, there is more computing power than NASA had when we sent people into space for the first time. Our phones could run all of the calculations, all the computations that NASA was able to run way better. So we have technologically advanced in some areas and not others. We cut NASA's funding instead of giving them more money to build better shuttles to get us to space it's it's like the the aerospace industry like you fly on planes across the country that are 10 like really old like you're not flying on a brand new plane usually you're flying on a plane that's probably five to ten years old and i understand companies have to get their mileage out of them it's like anything you have to yeah look i have this shiny thing but it needs to be paid for now, so we need to charge, and, you know... <sighs> Smarter men than me exist who have better answers for these questions, and again, like I said, I am completely off-topic. I have run the litany of crazy shit that humans have done lately, and I just... I want things to be better. I want things to be better. But we live in a society... Of selfishness, and I'm guilty of it at two at times because I really don't like people. I don't. I. I don't like. I, I'm. I, I again. I am very. Always have been very socially awkward. So I really am of the mind frame that I don't like dealing with people until I know them. And I think it's a generational thing the, the that small group of us that were born in the late 70s and early 80s we we just want to get by and do what we need to do and not have to deal with anything and that's why we're not in charge of anything because we're just like I'm just going to keep my head down and I'm going to work I don't have time for all this other bullshit and it sucks that it's like that but you know maybe we'll wake up one day and realize we're pretty insignificant in this universe that to stroke our human egos to make ourselves think we're important we probably need to start doing something other than blowing one another up we need to start doing something other than watching keeping up with the Kardashians and following Instagram models and celebrities and 
I'm guilty. I love comic book movies. I love comic books. I love science fiction. And maybe I am part of the problem. Maybe the fact that I spend money on stuff like that is a part of the issue. But again, folks, I, I don't. I don't know the answers. I can spitball ideas, but I do not have all of the answers. And I think that's where I'm going to leave it. I think this has been a good chat. We're about 48 minutes in. I think this has been a good talk. I think we've opened a good rapport between one another. And I hope you'll keep listening. I hope I didn't bore you too much with my ramblings. Remember, you can get this on all of your favorite podcast services. I'm going to try and put this out everywhere. Uh, the other podcast is only on three. I'm going to see if I can't get this out a little bit further. Um, if you like what you heard and I made some kind of sense, share it with your friends, share it with your family. I don't know if you like the sound of my voice. Let me know if you don't like the sound of my voice or if there's something, you know, some other issue uh, that you want to hear me talk about. Um, we can have open discussions. I answer questions, go back and forth. Because um, that's what makes things better people talking people figuring things out together so until next time i'm wayne mccarthy this has been blank state of mind remember emerald highland dot productions for everything that we do and until next time later